0: Hello and welcome to the Upgrade School Marketing Podcast. I am Matt Sol, I'm the Director of Marketing and Communications at Chapel Hill Chauncey Hall School.
1: And I'm Angie Ward, founder and president of Enroll Media Group, a digital marketing agency for schools.
0: Angie, we're back again. How are you?
1: I'm doing great, Matt. How are you?
0: I'm doing well. I'm excited for this talk, which is our biggest group I think we've ever had on the podcast for sure. Even counting yeah. all of our roundtables, is that right? Correct yeah, stat? Yeah,
1: I think so yeah we've got five like the record or
0: six do we have a fa- <laughs> fa- can you get our fact checker <laughs> to uh run the numbers yeah, um while I, I we're think waiting I for just,
1: that i think i just did and oh. we that that is it yeah we're up to oh, six wow. guests <laughs> For there the goes.
0: <laughs> um so, so yes yeah, so we're talking uh with emma willard school and it is uh a great talk about yield which at this time of year everyone in marketing and admissions communications is talking about so it's a super relevant topic super important about how you take these families who have come through and learn about you and you convert into enrolled families so it's it's a really um it's a wild ride i think throughout this and schools have all different strategies and ways they think about it and tactics that they do and events and all of this so um there's a lot to learn from talking to other schools about what their yield strategy is and emma has an amazing team and an amazing strategy and just a really great attitude of how to approach yield with these families
1: yeah i'm really excited to hear about what they have in store and and how they're working together to accomplish it so let's go into our conversation with emma willard Thanks so much for joining us today on this podcast. We're really excited about today's topic, yield. Um, To kick things off, why don't we go around and have everybody uh, introduce themselves, starting with you, Morgan?
2: Hi, I'm Morgan Del Braco. I am the Associate Director of Admissions and Director of Girl Summer here at Emma. And this is my fourth year at Emma. I've been here since 2019.
3: Hi, everybody. My name is Katie Meyer. I'm the director of admissions and recruitment, and I have been at EMMA for, I think I'm in 10th ten, year now. Great.
4: Uh, hi, I'm Caitlin Ressler, digital content strategist in the communications department at EMMA. Um, I have also been here for four years. Morgan and I started in the same same cycle, so we're in our senior year at EMMA.
5: Hey, I'm Sandra Santana, digital marketing strategist here at EMMA. I'm also in the communications department with Caitlin, and I've been at EMMA for a little over two and a half years.
2: Hello, my name is Michelle Salomeno. I'm the associate director of Recruitment and girl Summer here, and I've been here um, for in my second year.
0: Great, and thank you all so much for joining us today. Uh, we're talking all about yield, and I know we have A lot of ideas and a lot of people. So we want to jump right into it. So first I just wanted to talk, um, ask overall overview of, you know, what is your big picture yield strategy?
3: Yeah, it's a great question. I'll start. Um, I think if I had to sum it up in one sentence, I would say our yield plan is really designed to answer the questions that our applicants and families don't even know that they have about Emma Willard. But of course, I'll I'll say more than just one sentence. So during the fall, we do a what we call a cultivation plan. It is a series of emails and events that are designed to give the big picture of Emma, the high the 10,000 foot view um, about our program pillars, our academic offerings and I would say that the yield plan is then the next phase of that. So the cultivation plan happens in the fall, yield begins really um, in January for us, even though technically you might say yield begins after you accept, we we consider January pre-yield. And that is where we start to dig in deeper and try to show the families what some of those things we talked about at the high level look like in practice. Um, So there's phases, like I said, we have the pre-yield, we do some blog posts, we do some snail mail, um, we do um, highlighting student like projects, things that, that students are actually doing so that people can really see what it looks like to be a student at EMMA and some of the things that you might dig in on. Um, And then in March, that's when we really ramp it up and start, um, we have a lot of videos, we have a page dedicated to just our accepted students, and a beautiful accept package that we send out. Um, And so as, as we go on, it just gets sort of bigger and bigger with the goal of answering all those questions. Got it. That's great. And we're going to be diving
1: into um, a little more detail of some of the specifics that you guys are doing in a few moments. But first, just love to ask, you know, how is, you know, admissions and and communications, you know, working together on this strategy? And what does that look like for the Emma Willard team?
4: Um, So I think the biggest part of this is we all really like each other. (laughs) Um, We've gotten really lucky with us. Our departments do enjoy spending time together. Um, but I think one of the things that really helps is we keep our meetings pretty flexible. So we meet, especially during cultivation and yield, we meet frequently, like almost weekly. Um, and those meetings are we all get together and we sit down and kind of figure out the nuts and bolts of what we're working on. So for cultivation, we would meet um and it would be anywhere between four and five people. Um, we would meet and truly go over like the text of an email or a video or a post the graphic elements and just like go through each thing, play with it, figure out what we all wanted to say. Um, So that's, I think a really important thing is we just sit down and work together when we can. Both of our departments are also very close with students on campus. Um, I think that happens pretty naturally in admissions, but comms has put a lot of effort in the last few years into getting to know the students so they know who we are. So we're not just like weird people with cameras on campus. (laughs) Um, You know, I am I'm I'm one of the managers for our signature independent study program. Um, Sandra works with students in affinity group spaces. Um, And we just try to make sure that the students are comfortable with us and know who we are. And that helps us um, get to know the story that admissions already knows and wants to tell. they also, admissions is very organized, <laughs> so they create a lot of, like, very detailed spreadsheets for each season that have dates, the kind of content we're looking for, what we have, what we don't have, and that really helps us keep track of where we are and keep our work organized. Um, that's a really huge, huge help for me personally, but I think, in general, it helps our departments work together.
0: That's awesome. Um on the, on the camera note, do you uh, get the same reaction when you go into a classroom with a camera of like a group of kids all just like groaning that you have just entered the room?
4: Yeah, but um, I actually <laughs> was in a geometry class this week to get some yeah. photos and they were like, I didn't know, I have no makeup on. And That's then at yeah, the yeah. end of class, they were like, can you send me those photos? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. So you actually do want to be on camera.
2: Yeah.
4: Um, we do try to like cultivate it so we know what kids like it and what kids don't yeah um, yeah. part of that's like avoiding tokenizing students and like getting genuine reactions but yeah they they're there's, a little sick of me but
0: there's a group of students yeah. I know if I take a picture of them I don't even say anything anymore I just like hand the camera to them after and then they go through and like delete the pictures that they don't want posted <laughs> I just take it and uh, here you go you let me yeah, know yeah I'll get emails okay. that
4: are like can you take that down and I'm like yeah I don't ask questions if you don't want it up I'll take it down
0: Uh, and so with the, um, the work between the offices and emails, I was just wondering, do you have regular like emails that go out? Like, do you do sort of like almost newsletter ish? It sounds like you do a lot of like kind of one-off emails that are like highlighting specific events and things that happen, but do you like digest them into like a, a regular thing on a schedule that comes out or do you just sort of on your meetings kind of just look ahead to what's needed?
3: Um, I, we have it all mapped out and it's scheduled to go out every two or three weeks, I would say throughout the fall. And then in yield. So it's all, it's all mapped out and it's all pre-scheduled, but, um, it isn't necessarily a newsletter. Uh, it's more like a tidbit of information. We want families to digest, but we want to make it super easy for them to digest. So We try to have video, lots of pictures and few words that that's sort of our goal or we're pushing and we're often pushing to a blog page where they can go down that wormhole if they want to.
0: Yeah, it's good. It's one of the things at uh, Chapel Hill that we talk about a lot is, you know, we have auto emails based on things that they might if they inquire or book a tour. But then we also have sort of our manual ones that we'll do about things on campus and we're one of the the fears, I guess we have anxieties is, you know, you know, are they getting too many emails at the same time because they're in the auto email drip and then we also just sent the update on this and there's a application reminder and so that's one I just am always interested in how it sounds like you guys really are on it with like scheduling that but it can get complicated.
5: I think a lot of it is being dynamic with your content too. You know, you are competing against a lot of other schools and they're sending out a ton of information. So making sure you can be concise in that and your timing is right. You know, giving them bite-sized bits of information that they can follow up when they have the time to do it. blessing um, last thing we want as a family on subscribing because we're just hitting them left and right with content.
0: Exactly. Yeah. I feel like some of the ones too we've seen, we go back and, and look at what has actually generated like a reply or or that admissions has actually heard a call from just some of the little ones just to say, you know, do you have a question? Like, Hey, just wanted to see if you, if we can help you with anything. And that just can trigger, can trigger them to raise a question to the top. Um, So another question, you know, when we are talking about how to, how to, you know, talk with this group. Uh, one of the things we came up with is like a wedding analogy or wedding saying of, you know, something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue, right? Is that right? I think. Um, so one of the things is is old. What so is there any things that that you have done just in the yield strategy that you just you know this is like a tried and true thing and it it works well and is just something you you're just going to continue and you're going to be doing this year. Like what are those things that that you just know you got to do?
4: Um so we I think this year being that it's like one of the few normal ones after COVID, we have definitely figured out um, a framework that we can plug new content into. So we're spending less time building what we're sending out both like blog posts, emails, we can plug in new content and keep it fresh. But one thing that we have figured out is our, uh, congratulations video. So the video that goes out the day that acceptances go out in email and on social, Um, We've done it a couple of ways, and we've discovered that like the simplest way where we just do a simple like, hey, congratulations um, from all of our community as they're coming out of an all-school meeting. It's really easy. It gets across the personality of our campus. It feels very genuine. And we switch it up. We do a new one every year. So the students who are incoming will see familiar faces, but it's really simple there's no reason to overcomplicate it. And I think that's something that I need to hear a lot. Um, It feels like when you're competing with all the other, other schools and attention, you want to do something flashy and exciting, but in the end, if it works, it works and you can just fresh it up and use it again.
0: That's funny. It's funny. You mentioned that video. Cause yeah, that's a big, it's a big one that we hear the most feedback on, you know, the pack, we do the package too. We send that, and we do hear a lot about that, but the video, we get a lot of people to say like, Oh, they watch the video over and over. And we definitely had a, in the last few years, if you look back at our older videos, it was much more like testimonial style. Like we would do a video that was like, here's why I chose CHCH and, and sort of, and then when we kind of broke down and we're like, what's, and I like that you guys, the way you talk about like thinking about the different stages and different things for different stages. And we did that as well. And for that stage, we got to the you thinking like, well, we're not trying to Convince them on the basics at this point like they've come they've toured they went to an open house they interviewed and they like they know that this is a little more of the role of building excitement and feeling like they can know the students and so we did a similar high energy one and i feel like it was like night and day as far as like the feeling that that had so yeah that's great to hear we're doing a similar a similar one this year we
3: um, have tried overcomplicating it and Caitlin yeah. and I just look at each other and go, We gotta go back to that other one. It's so much better. It's yep. so much better.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's um, easy to overcomplicate. I feel like there's so many, especially like brainstorming marketing is is tricky because there's always cool and exciting ideas and things you see other people doing. And sometimes it's you gotta really step back and just I think the role of like, like figuring out like what is this trying to do kind of centers us a lot of times to like narrow in into something that's a lot simpler, not trying to do everything.
3: Um, and another thing that we have found to be very successful and when we started doing it, it it like blew my mind was we call it a yes page. It, it's like, you know, say yes. And it just holds all that content that we send families by email, through blog, whatever it is, video. It holds it all in one place where they can go digest it when they feel like it. Um, and that is so simple. And it's just an easy place that we can direct families. Melissa, um, actually, when she joined the team, did that for us. And I just, I was like, that is just the simplest, easiest, and and most professional looking aspect of the yield plan. I love it.
0: That's great. And then, so in... Um... In addition to the video and that is there any sort of like personal touches that either you have current parents or current students doing as part of the yield. This
2: year, um, we have traditionally as you like we've also done some testimonial style videos and. Um, We we decided to spice it up a little bit more this year. We do have a parent testimonial, but um, we also brought in some recent alum um, to talk a little bit about their experience. I feel like the end goal was making sure that the voices heard were not admissions and communications. It's parents and alum and um, current students. So we have an alum video that's coming out. um, And then Uh, A really exciting final video. Um, We have a pretty globally diverse community on campus. And um, we were in one of those meetings between admissions and communications, and it feels like this hotbed of creativity and ideas firing back and forth. And someone said that we should utilize the fact that there are so many different languages spoken. I think it was Sandra uh, had said, we should utilize all of the different languages spoken on campus. And so um, then there was this video idea born out of, uh, this idea of all of these different languages being represented through a script of saying, um, script is still to be written, but, um, (laughs) uh, but talking a little bit about what it means to be a student at Emma and congratulations, and we really hope to see you on campus next year. Um, we're also utilizing social media in some different ways, uh, And Ask Me Anything, uh, a couple of takeovers, that's sort of like Caitlin's bread and butter for social media. Um, I'm sure she can talk a little bit more about that as well, but uh, making sure that the voices are continuously not our own, keeping things on brand, but um, prospective families are hearing from alum parents, current students. Definitely. It really goes
5: back to ears on the ground. You know, we're so lucky to have this relationship with our students, and they give us the most valuable feedback that we we can ask for. And, you know, we've learned that since we do have such a globally diverse community, um, you know, English is not always the language at home. And so it's something that they can enjoy their families can enjoy because it's not just the student on this journey it's a collective journey of their entire family so when they can all really celebrate it in something that mean a language that means something to them and um just revel in that moment that was really big for us and you know i've got to get a nod back to the kids for giving us that idea
0: that's amazing Yeah, and and i feel like i always talk about it with angie is whenever our plans for marketing materials videos blogs whatever it is is something that's beneficial to current families and current students as well i feel like that's like the holy grail of trying to get that because and that would do that like how great would that be for a current family to see that and to see all of the different voices and to see that and then that just leads to word of mouth like i feel like it all like the right idea in that way that's genuine just amplifies in all directions which is amazing that's great work um
2: yeah and i feel like we have to add to that we're not even asking these students like oh please can you help us with this like they are jumping (laughs) on this like we're collaborating with them but then we had to sign up for this video and we already have so many students within just a few days who are so excited to share that too so i really think that it brings back the passion and the willingness to show to that why they're here and and why they want to bring students in too
0: yeah, and that was actually my follow up was the student involvement you're talking about. Do you have any sort of formal group of social media team or admissions? Right? Like, how do you, yeah. So, how does that, um so Caitlin, how does that work?
4: This is all like, I was like, ooh, I have something to say. Um, yeah. In the terms of like thinking of like that holy grail of like current student and prospective student content of like being able to see themselves. So, last year I was like, I want a TikTok. <laughs> um and I kind of went to admissions as like the way in on this um to get buy-in because I was admissions our admissions department like you guys are always excited to try something new um so I was like hey I want to do a TikTok but it's really important that it lives with the students um there's nothing more embarrassing than like a millennial running a TikTok for a Gen Z thing sure. um and I wanted it to have that really authentic student voice and feeling because that way you know maybe entire families aren't always looking at the tiktok but the student is looking at the tiktok um and so i started a tiktok cohort with it started with two seniors who graduated last year who i had worked with on other projects and they were kind of like gave me ideas we talked it out how is this going to work like how are you going to log in how are you going to post something for approval how is that going to work um And so we worked out a form where students can submit to a form if they want to be on the TikTok cohort. We have about 10 students on it. Um, We asked them to provide what side of TikTok they're on and some ideas that they want to see on the Emma TikTok. Um, And that's how we deal with the approvals is kind of like how fresh are their ideas? Like, do we know the student? Are they responsible? Because the idea is like they. Make a TikTok, post it privately. I go in and look at it. And if it's approved, you post it publicly. Oh, that's Um, great. Yeah. So it's a pretty, there's a lot of trust (laughs) built in there. Yeah. Um, but they, it's an entirely student run account. It's all their content. Um, and they they really give that like kind of weird, gestury, homey experience on TikTok Mm -hmm. of what their life is like. Um we also just started, we have a, we have our first communications intern. Um, nice. uh, she was actually manning the pep rally while we were down here. So she'll have some, hopefully, video and photos and stuff of what the student experience of that is like. Um, and the hope there is that she will be another plug-in to the student experience on campus. But also, we, wanna, we want her to get an idea of what it's like to put the magazine together, um, how we work with admissions, how we work with advancement, um, to give her a taste of what communications is so yeah
0: no that's great and I, I think that like student involved like genuine student involvement is a is a risk but I think you have to have that risk or else you're just putting out like pretty bland things and and I've heard I've heard directly from students to say you know like when I was like looking at the school I watched a takeover and that was like what did it like I just saw a student and to us you know it's a fun student takeover we hope that those things are happening but to actually hear, That there was a student looking at a few different schools and they watched this one student do eight videos during the day of about their day and that was what made them feel like that was the place like those are actually making like like the change happen in their mind so that's great yeah
5: there's like wild value in user generated content you know and nobody knows these platforms better than this age group. So what better way to get active and do it the right way than hand it off to them. And admissions, I've got to take my hat off to them because they uh, have tapped such a great group of kids for tour guides and and other uh, student-led groups on campus. So you know that there is a level of trust there when you're working with these students. So we don't even have to think twice about it, which is really awesome and very helpful for us.
1: Well, great job on that. I love following you guys on TikTok. Such great content. Um, so I'd love just to hear from you quickly on is there anything brand new this yield season that you're trying that you've never done before?
5: I think Morgan highlighted a little bit of that um, with relying on our global community. It's such a great partnership, and there is something so special about it that just can't be recreated anywhere, so um, just strengthening that partnership with them and allowing them to just be their authentic selves has been massive for us, and um, I think down the pipeline. I don't want to reveal any of our secret goodies, but there's some really great content that we partnered with them uh, to create. And so I think that you'll really be able to feel the essence of Emma through this unique community. I can't wait to check it out.
0: Yeah, maybe it's after say- it's all done, maybe we can all we'll all share uh, share what we put out there, and we'll, we'll put it out there so we can we can see. I'm excited yeah, to see.
3: I was going to say, I also, we evaluate every video that we did last year to see, can we use this again? Have we, where have we used this? And do we need to do it again? And it feels like this communications team is always up for whatever weird, crazy ideas the admissions team has. Um, We know that we can give them an idea and then they produce it in such a way that is so much better than what we even dreamed of. So that partnership has been unbelievable.
1: And when it comes to all the different marketing, um, yield strategies that you have in place, whether it's print video, social media, emails, what are you guys using to really measure success? Like what data points signal to you? Yes. You know, we're going to keep
3: doing this, or this is a win for us. Um, on the admission side we survey our families we survey all of our accepted families and we ask them to indicate whether they in their student who enrolled or declined or a parent who enrolled or declined and then we ask specific questions about the content we put out Um, obviously other pieces of the application process are surveyed as well but we get incredibly valuable information out of that survey. And um, there, I remember early on, one of the things I learned was we were putting out way too much content. And you know, one of the things um, this communications team has helped me with is reducing words, just get words out of there and put more, more dynamic pictures and videos in. And, um, and yeah, so I think a survey for, on the admission side is incredibly valuable.
5: Yeah, it's in the communication side, we love data. Um, and we are able to look at year-over-year data by building these yield and uh, cultivation campaigns to see how things are working. You know, And we're learning a lot about the behavior of our families, um, how they're accessing their content, what content they even want to see and, and what deliverable they want out of it, you know, what uh, platform they want to take it in through uh, or medium, you know, so we are able to really track that and tweak our strategy year over year. So it's so great when you understand the numbers and, I, and metrics are, you know, to the naked eye, they're kind of scary. They're really overwhelming. But I take a lot of value in these meetings that we have with admissions to sit down and they want to see these numbers. They want to understand them. And that's great. So when it makes sense to an entire team, you can push your strategy forward so much faster.
0: That's great. And so, just as a final note, um, and anyone who has any answers, just, you know, we have a lot of school marketers who are, you know, in this right now. They are, it's, you know, we're here. And you know March is coming up and and everybody's putting these together. So if there are any you know words of wisdom that you would have to these schools, all different sizes, from you know small half person teams to to full teams, um uh, what, what would you give them on on yield and improving their yield um, this year and going forward?
5: I would say from my standpoint, metrics are your friend. Data is your friend. Um, it can be very overwhelming, but taking the time to understand it is crucial to what you are building. Um, and then on the other end of that, it's really hard to measure emotion and that's what you're really trying to drive through these campaigns. So when in doubt, stick to your mission. If you fully believe
4: in it and you really live it every day, it'll come through in your work. That's great. Um, I know like my main thing is and it ends up being like content creation and what you're making um and I feel like sharing what you love about your school is always going to lead you in the right direction. Um even if you're not I mean I'm going to assume most people love the school they're at um uh, or support the mission and even if you're not a parent or a student or you haven't had the alum experience or you haven't um the things that you see about the place that you are are going to be valuable to prospective families. So I'm sure families would love, to, like, I'm not going to say like the details of like me and communications. I love my job because of this. But if you share the things that you love about your school, the personality, maybe it's the arts program or um, just the things that you find charming about it, somebody else is also going to find what they love in that. So that consistency and being authentic and sharing sharing your experience, but through the eyes of someone else, I think is really important. Definitely. It's good to always
0: remember. I feel like that's always uh, with as much as many tools as there are and things to review. I feel like it's really important. It sounds like you all are doing it with getting involved with with students. But I feel like that is something that has always got to be top because that is always where the best ideas come from and the most genuine things. And and it's it's always something that uh, that current and prospective families want to see. Sorry, Katie, I know you were going right there.
3: Yeah, no, I would say my best advice to a marketing person is to work hard to develop a good relationship with the admissions team. Um, I hear horror stories out there of admissions teams and communications teams that actually hate each other, which is the most counterproductive thing I can even think of. Um, As you know, earlier, Caitlin was talking about how admissions is super organized with our spreadsheets so that they know what's going on. We do that because we value the communications team time. We go to them for creativity so that our meetings can be spent on creative brainstorming and not talking about, wait, when should we do this? Where should this go? what What is this? That's our job. You know, we, we work really hard because we value them. And so um my best advice is to is to do your best to make friends with the communications team and um they will it, it that partnership is the best thing that has happened to our school for sure that's great
0: great advice well clearly you guys have a great team great strategy you guys are going and i hope uh all this year and the the yield for you is all going well and I'm excited to see I really do want to see all the uh the videos and things once they're there we'll sh- we'll share after and we can uh compare compare notes on how all that goes through. So uh thank you so much all everyone from Emma for for joining us here and talking all about this and we got to do it again for sure. this is a lot of fun.
1: Oh, awesome conversation with the folks at Emma Willard School in Troy, New York. They are a day in boarding school for girls, grades nine through 12, and they had so many great nuggets and uh, tips and advice as to how schools can really build uh, a targeted and impactful yield strategy. I especially loved how they stressed the importance of working together. The admissions and the communications teams really need to work together, um, and it helps. They all really like each other, of course.
0: <laughs> yeah, and just just the, the importance of having a clear plan laid out, because I think those times can get You know you can get stacked with there's a lot of things and the communications team isn't just working with admissions they're working on upcoming fundraisers and things that are coming up so to have that really like great rapport back and forth and trust and also the plan laying forward when things do get busy and they get stressful in those times i feel like having that to go back on is such a such a great thing and great to hear how again just how they approach it they have such a positive attitude about it and they they're excited getting into it, which is great to hear. So yeah, uh, yeah so thank you again for them to join. We got to do it again.
1: It was a great group. Um, so in terms of our A-plus shout out, Matt, who do we have this week?
0: Yeah, so today it's the Wolf School. Um, it's Wolf School there, K-12 School in East Providence, Rhode Island. And it's a shout out today in A-plus for a specific video they did that uh, was sent to me. And it's it's called the the One Wolf, Our Parents Perspective. Um, and it's a longer video, which you know normally talk about having short videos and they it's a an 11 minute video, but they did an amazing job. And I think it really fits within this episode's theme of yield because they tell genuine parent stories and they let they let parents tell their stories and sit down and just talk about their kids and what they needed and what they got and uh, the experience. And it's very genuine. And I can only imagine that to families who are in the process and getting this video at that time, it is emotional and it's, and I'm sure it is a huge, huge selling point for their school to a school, to a parent, a family that is, is looking for something for their kids at that time. So, um, so great job to the Wolf School, A plus for that week. And for everyone else, just wanted to thank you again for listening. The podcast is the, the Upgrade School Marketing Podcast, a podcast for busy school marketers, which we all are. And, uh, and you can find it wherever podcasts are. We're on all channels now. And you can also follow us on LinkedIn and subscribe on the website to get a notification for every new episode. So thank you all for watching and for listening again.
1: Thanks so much. We'll see you next time.